1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. Let's read all together. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. Um, in Costa Rica, after the Costa Rica conference, on the, on the day that we, we concluded the, the Costa Rica conference, um, God gave me this faith of God. And because I have this background of being grown by a very religious family, whenever Pastor Kim um, proclaimed, have God's faith, I had this very burdened heart. How is it possible to have God's faith? Um, how much do I have to put my effort in order to have God's faith like that? I used to think like that, and and it was very, very uh, vague and difficult for me to uh, to understand what it is to have God's faith. And before the conference in in prophetic uh, interceding team we we shared this God's um, inspiration toward each other that this is the conference that God will use our faith and people prophesied toward this Honduras conference people said um, this this nation will change Within, within our sight, which this land has no hope, uh, but I was seeing those land by faith, and I was able to uh, react to that prophecies by amen because I had God's faith. Just by our conference, um, if we just look at look at the land, look at the people, or look at the conference that we we. Uh, prepared, uh, it is impossible for for them to be changed. But but because God God has planned to change that land, it is possible. If God said that He will do, then no one can change His plan. What God needs is us to react by our faith to go along with His plan. And whenever, when we, when we react by our faith that He will do with the expectation, especially we are all nations church, right? And He promised us that ask me anything that I will give you, give you um, the whole nations. Until the end, until the end, we, He will send us to this warfare of, of the spiritual warfare to to um, re retrieve and reclaim the lands, and it's not about us not having possibilities to or toward us, but looking at God who will achieve these, who has planned this, and having faith toward God, and God will pour His His authority to us, and He will allow us even in this worship to have that faith and 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 go along. With, with his plan. So let's look this all together and let's proclaim this. I will no longer remember your sin. I will no longer remember your sin. This is the message appeared in Hebrew. And when Pastor Kim proclaimed this, I was very uh, touched. 
Oh, even um, if God does not our sin, then that means I'm perfect, right? And I had many thoughts before then. In order for me to become perfect, I have to do so many things, right? This is, but after this Babylonian information being erased from me, I was very amazed. Oh, how how big is that? This Creator God does not remembering my sins. Then who could dare to uh, put any claim on me? And I sensed this this great um. Uh, joy. So let's proclaim all together. Um, our um, essential problem is over. There's no offering that is needed for our sin. Perfect righteousness and perfect freedom, and we don't have to be oppressed by anything. Our slavery life is over. So all our worries, thinking that oh, I have to do this, I have to prepare this for our uh, our life. All these situations and problems are related to the sin. And God is the one who solves our life. And what God considers problematic is only sin. And God said that He will never remember our sin. So what we consider as our problem is no longer our problem. The only problem that we need to solve is our sin, but Jesus has already solved that problem before we have even worried about it. So, so we don't have to be oppressed by anything. Why? Because God has solved all our problem, which is sin. And all these situations and processes we are experiencing right now is the process we are, are revealing God's glory. Do you guys believe this? If He... If he solves everything, even though your um, IQ is 89, it does not matter. Even though if you're living in a poor village, then it does not matter. If you go to NSIP in a small small school, it does not matter. If God plans, everything will be open. And conversely, no matter how talented you are, no matter how much you prepare, if God does not want that to happen, then it, it does not it does not happen. Only thing he considered problematic is the sin, but he he himself uh, finished all the problems of sin. Then who will dare to remember that ever again? So do not worry. So do not worry. He already has finished all the works of sin that you have already uh, that you will commit in the future. You might can you might say. Well, I still stumble. I still stumble and I still commit sin. But but in our identity, we have turned over to the, the kingdom of love of the Son. So we cannot go, go we cannot be uh, transferred to other country ever again. So, so no enemy can claim us. And we are no longer the beings who are being afraid by our enemies. Uh, let's proclaim all together. Our um, guilt belongs to our old self and our enemy. Guilt cannot lead us to repentance. And we are the righteous who are being able to repent whenever we want. So boldly claim the righteous that Jesus has paid all the price. And when Zoe ministry... Um, 
when soil ministry raised, many many organizations um, persecuted us, uh, uh, pers um, accusing us as heresies, and. Listening to those those voices, we we have received so many voices of the enemies. But but as we go through this process, God will renew us and enter us into into this new season that He will turn us into this um, the righteous. Even though you commit sin, do not repent out of your guilt. And this guilt, even though you repent. You will never feel 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 for, forgiven after you repent, because Jesus has paid all the price. He has paid all his price for the righteousness for us. These our next generation, our students are the light who will enlighten the Europe in October. Anyways. Let us retrieve this boldness of our identity. You guys understand all this, right? So uh, let's proclaim once again. Let us retrieve uh, the boldness of our identity. We have been created into the image of God. And we have been created by the image of God. Why? Because we are His children. If we go up from Jesus' genealogy, we we are we will go up to God, right? Because we are created by His children. He wants us to give us this glorious image. But in order to interfere this, our enemy um, puts sin between that relationship. But in order to solve the sin, uh, the Son of Man came within within that that history, and He have already restored us into God's image. Which, which is the identity of a new covenant. So this this process of sin does not matter to us because He has solved all that, and He is restoring us into a greater, uh, um, into His image with greater glory. And before then, before then, we were in in His presence. But not only He is present among us, but He came within us in order to indwell within us. So, <laughs> I will just read it for you. All our um, problems is problems of sin, but but let us retrieve the the boldness of identity, which has. Uh, solved all the problems of sin, uh, the restoration of identity which have communication with God, uh, boldness of identity which God hears our prayer because our sin has been solved and because He has solved our sin, because we are the righteous, we will never be oppressed. We will, um, we will have this boldness of our identity and glory of our identity this worthiness of our identity, then that's the reason why we are the beings who can only uh, be victorious. And because he has uh, been risen, he, had, uh, he has resurrected from the sin, now we have received the same identity. We can no longer hate one another. Why? Because our identity is so glorious to hate anyone else. Our identity is so glorious to be oppressed.
Whenever we go to a place with Pastor Kim, even when we are with Pastor Kim, there are so many privileges that we we um, we enjoy by by going together with Pastor Kim. If you stay with Pastor Kim for 24 hours, many parts of your life will become holy. But the the one who cannot even be compared with Pastor Kim, which is God, he he himself um, stays with us 24/7 every day. Just just believe this. He loves us so much that he. Uh, he he loves one another so much that he has this relationship within those triumph God, but he invited us within within their relationship, and he let us understand what it is to become a church, what it is to to um, hear the voice of God, and and this greater this greatest triumph God, he invited us as the remnants. He invited the lame, the 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 scattered. So do not do not be oppressed anymore. There's no need for you to be oppressed. And Pastor Kim told the children of um, Pastor Martha, they went through such a great tribulation and suffering. Her her older brother, her older brother. Her brother had, ha, has a child who is so influenced by the, the people and has difficulties. And Pastor Kim told, told him that if you decide and if you decide to come to Korea, I will just raise you as if you are my son. And how great is it in a land which you are just so concentrated on your survival instinct, um, having someone visiting you and telling you that um, he will take care of your life and raise you. How amazing is it? Just like we invited that person in Costa Rica and Honduras, God will invite us too. So, and I will read it once again. But even even after, after that, if, if the enemy uh, oppress you, then we are the being that the enemy needs to pay the price. We will. We are retrieving this glory once again today. And the spirit of religion, we have talked about this spirit of religion a lot. So let us not talk about talk like this. Um, I'm still not enough. No, let us not talk like this. Of course, we know that we are not enough, but let us only say like that whenever God tells us that we are not enough. So our enemies are keep accusing us that no, you are not enough. You are not qualified. He is better than you. And you are keep uh, committing that kind of sin. And these enemies are keep trying to make us powerless. Whenever we have this inspiration of God, uh, these enemies are keep interfering us to not fully uh, embrace that, that inspiration. We are so used to that. But let us no longer, let us no longer uh, follow that voice. But instead, let us just chase down the enemies. Let us just chase down the enemies and let us not only retrieve what we what they have taken from us, but, but more than that, let us just... Um, take away what they already have and let our prayer no longer become powerless but this faith that will continue to believe in him at the end 
So I prayed with that faith in Costa Rica conference. I was so amazed by having that faith. And, and in Honduras, I minister people. I minister many people who have been influenced by the witches. And at one point, I sensed their uh, counterattacks. So I hesitate a little bit and thinking, oh, if I have faith, um, shouldn't this ministry have that kind of power like Pastor Kim? And I asked Pastor Kim, how should I, what should I do if I experience this kind of counterattack? And Pastor Kim, do not stop praying, just continue to pray. So I, I realized, oh, that's right. I, I should continue to pray even, even, even if I experience those counterattacks. I should not hesitate. I just keep press forward. No matter what enemies do, we just press forward by faith. Amen. Uh, this is Hebrews 2.11, I think. Oh, uh, never mind. It's First John 2.11. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness, they do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. We all believe, right? We all believe that God has turned us into that kind of being, right? And during the conference, people see something, people talk about something. They don't know how, they, under, they don't understand how people are getting healed. So many surprising things happen. And, and these kind of authority and healing power is being killed by um, not, not repenting um, all those, those desires of flesh and hatred and unbelief and, and fear. Then we need to be aware and be vigilant toward those things. And whenever those kind of attacks come toward us, we need to be able to reject that kind of attack and fight against them. We need to go um, forgive one another even more. We need to press forward. Now I'll be talking about that that that's, um, that boat in, uh, incident from the beginning when when we planned to go go uh, boat sailing um, we didn't want to want to do that because the schedule was very tough but these people who prepare for that um, they. They planned it so nicely. So because of their hospitality, we just, you know, we just um, followed their schedule. But at, on that day, it was raining, and I was on the boat with, with five people. So there were six people on the boat, on the boat. So I was on the boat. Um, we were like, oh, be careful, be careful. And the boat flipped. And the boat flipped. And the guy told us told us to um, hold on to the rope that is attached to the boat. And we were able to um, get back on the boat immediately. And we were transferred into different boats. 
and and then we we transferred into different boat with our group and because there were 20 people on the boat and we flipped once the boat flipped once again anyways the boat flipped and the first time I were was sink uh, one thing that I was thankful about is that I was not afraid. It was so surprising that I was not afraid about water. In my heart, I was very worried about other people. So that's the reason why I was not afraid. I was praying for other people. Afterward, I was very thankful and I realized, oh, if we are, if we are, if we are united as a community, if I just concentrate on myself, then it was, it was a situation that I can only be afraid. But because I was worried about other people, I was thinking about other people. I was able to overcome that fear. And the second time that the boat flipped, I was um, trying to hold on to the rope. I was not able to find the rope. And my breath was already over at the limit. I, I swam a little bit. I was under the boat. And at an instance, I thought, oh, I might die, but... but Right, right after that, um, I thought to myself, well, if I die, then uh, what big of a deal if I die? Then, then I told God, God, I just put my life in your hand. So I just let him, and I told, <laughs> I told God, God, I will just open my mouth and let you take care of me. And I just opened my mouth, and then right after that, I, uh, my memory uh, just disappeared. And I was under the water for a long time. I was, I did not, I did not drink any water. And God told me, oh, I promise you not to. I promise you that I will pro, I will protect you under the water, over the water, and everywhere. But anyways. After I came out of the water, I did not get hurt. I was under the water a little bit, so so my I was taking a heavy breath, and I was very exhausted. But but without that, I did not have any any um, injury or anything. People ask me, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And they worried about me so much. And as I was seeing people worrying about me, my fear was rising. But as I was sensing that, I confessed, God, God, I don't want to be afraid because of that. And even though I was out of the water, um, because people were keep telling me, are you okay? Um, the s it was so, so... Um, uh, what's the word? It was so um, intense, and 
And within this situation, I told God, God, I do not want to get get hurt. I don't want to choose my hurt out of this kind of situation. I don't want to get afraid. I don't want to uh, think think to myself that oh, I will never ever go near water again. Lord, I don't want to hear the voice of the enemies. And one sure thing is that I was um, being safe from the water. So I don't want to be afraid. And I realized, oh, this is how the enemy tried to put um, hurt in, in me, as if I'm all alone, as if I need to take care of all the issues. As if I'm, I'm a person who is under a situation which no one is helping, helping me. But within me, um, I told the enemies, so what? I'm saved. No matter what you say to me, I'm saved. So what's the matter? And within me, I sense this this desire to uh, desire to um, have the attention from the others. And I realize how much how much it is weakening my spirit. And I realized this is how the enemies is lying and deceiving to me. This is how I get hurt. Lord, I don't want to choose this deceit. Lord, you were with me and you surely helped me. It is fact that I nearly died, but I was I did not die and you saved me and I saw greater glory. This is my my decision. I will read this all together. Uh, I will read it for you. Lord, now I will, I will um, kick out my arrogancy, my love toward the world, hatred and, and worry and our enemy. Lord, I'm kicking them out from your sanctuary. Lord, please drag them away from your sanctuaries that they will no longer uh, act like they are the Lord. Lord, um, forgive us all the time that we have allowed them to become our Lord. Lord, only let your love become king among us. And all this time we act as if Lord has not helped us. Lord was with us all those times. You are sitting here because Lord saved you all those times. You are still, you are still alive. You are, you have become glorious, right? Throughout all those time, um, you were being able to listen to God's calling. God saved you out of all the sufferings and tribulation with His greater power and His greater hand. God saved us. So, what's the matter? What's the deal? Now, before the accusations of the enemy, we need to be able to tell them, so what's the deal? Because God saved me. So let's, let's proclaim His salvation. Um, next slide. Um, in these days, as, as all the nations are legalizing this homosexuality, Lord, uh, forgive me, um, forgive me for legalizing hatred and hurt within my, my, my heart, which is your sanctuary. 
with all the facts, um, with with lots of facts, um, not not repenting, loving the world, not forgiving our brothers and sisters, um, ha hating one another and being afraid. All these sins, Father, uh, forgive me for legalizing these sins and even letting these act like they are my Lord. Now we are living this time that time that these 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 sins are being legalized in the world. So let's kick out all the sins and um, uh, what is from the world, from our sanctuary. And this faith, uh, faith means um, sincerity, um, confirmation, and um, continuity, something like that. He, she, she uh, put lots of synonyms of faith or explanation of faith. So, what it is to have God's faith is to believe in Him, His sincerity, His faith, His confirmation. So we need to we need to uh, hold on to His faith. We need to possess His faith. We need to cherish His faith. We need to keep His faith in continuous relationship. Who is the victorious? The one who overcomes the world is the one who has his faith. The one who has faith of God. Lastly, this is uh, Mark chapter 11, 22 and 25. And within, within this text, uh, he says, Do not have doubts within your heart, but have God's faith. So, so in order for us to have his faith, we need to uh, kick out our doubts and um, forgive one another. And lastly, so this is our, 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 our text for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And all who is being born by God um, does not commit sin. And God will uh, protect who, those who are born from Him that no evil one can touch them. And lastly, even if even if the enemy is still touching us, then expect for God to bring us greater glory. How greater price the enemy will pay for that. And how great glory God will bring upon us. All the tribulations, suffering, and all these unexpected things happen to us, then expect greater victory from God. After the conference, I sense and I experienced and I sense that uh, God promised us to break this desire of security from Costa Rica. God began from us. And God brought us his, his victory. And in my heart, I had a burden um, that I worried about Pastor Francesco that because he needs to get um, be blessed, but because he needed to take care of all those um, all those those things that he needs to take care of, those those, those preparations and stuff. But he, I, because I was able to let God to take care of that, um, I witnessed him being blessed so much. 
and I confess to God, throughout this suffering and tribulation, you have received all the glory. Let's pray. Oh, um, before before we pray, we will tear tear all the paper that we gave you. Before you, before we tear all the paper, let us write down what is still existing within our our sanctuary. The sin that we are keep constantly stumbling upon, or or all the things that we allow to stay in our heart. They should not stay in God's sanctuary. Let's write down. God's sanctuary must be kept holy, but all those times um, oppressing me, accusing me, those are those things, those um, fear, despair. And in, in our next generation, cursing, swearing. So the reason why you have this this um, this this um, this plastic bag, we will um, tear the paper and we will take the pieces of paper with us. Are you guys done writing? Sprinkle the blood of Jesus in our mindset, in our in our thoughts. What God tells that is illegal is illegal. We first need to be pu purified, Father. We we are um, kicking out all these illegal voices, all these uh, excuses that allowed us to just keep committing the sin, even though we are aware of it. Making excuses. I'm not the only one who is committing sin like that. Father, forgiving me for legalizing those sins. Let's let's tear the paper. When Cain first committed sin, God told him, "Sin will be waiting for you before your door, but you should be able to um, rule over that." Father, you have created us according to your image, but not only your image, Father, you have created us by as your sanctuary and in your temple, Father. Father, you have created us into this great glory, Father. Father, we are one nation, one people. We have been created by you, Father. Father, but even if... Although we have been created by your image, Father, we have polluted your temple, Father. Father, we legalize all the sin. Father, forgive us. Father, we please purify and cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. Let's pray.